Welcome to the Mountain Improv Alliance podcast. We've had a lot of fun recording our first 10 episodes, and we'd like to share our favorite 10 scenes with you from them. It's the best 10 first 10 episode. We start with a word, have a conversation about it, and do some long-form improvisation. Enjoy. Coyote. My favorite is Wiley E. Coyote, you know, and all the mishaps you have. And I sometimes wonder if the coyotes in our wilderness have the same, you know, screw-ups, you know, chasing rabbits and running into a tree Crushed or by something. bulldozers you know, and just, pavers. Just, and the thing know, that baffles me Are about, they that frustrated or are they that, or are they that dominated? I don't know. What baffles me about wily coyotes, you can afford to get six-foot-high springs from Acme or rocket ships and stuff, and he couldn't just buy, like, a Roadrunner TV dinner? <laughs> like, why is he chasing? There's not a lot of meat on that bird. Why is he bothering? Ho-ho! Minnie Mouse, I'm hungry. I don't know what what to eat. Mickey, Please. we've talked about this. I'm sick and tired of cheese. I want something, some substance. You know, I'm, I'm just tired of being all cartoony. I just want to say some bad words. I just want to kill some. I'm just sick and tired of up and beaten. This is all bullshit. Are you eating dog? No. <laughs> Are you sure that's not dog? Okay, it is Pluto. You're eating Pluto? Well, I couldn't eat Daffy Dog. He just quacked all the time, and I just annoying. Couldn't go to his house. Mickey, we've talked about this at your quarterly meetings. Oh, Goofy. Why you gotta bring me down all the time? We've had some issues. There have been some complaints. We've filed some paperwork. We're having discussions about your future. What? What? Your what? Duke. <laughs> What, what about my future? If Disney fires me, I don't know what I'll do. Well, I hear there's possibility as a stand-in for Tom, or is it Jerry? Whichever is the mouse. That discount cartoon network? I'm the face of this franchise. I, I should be able to get away with whatever I want to get away with. Nobody is above the law, Mickey. I'm Nobody. Mickey bloody fucking mouse. We cut to the set of Tom and Jerry where Mickey is now currently employed. So Tom is going to chase you across the living room and you're going to run into the hole. Tom is going to hit his head. That's how it's going to go. You've got to be really fast, though, okay? I can't be bothered to do that, Mr. Director. I'm a star. I'm not a stand and I'm not a stunt double. Look, you're going to do what I tell you to. You're a mouse. I'm the director. Get to work. How come no one else is wearing these white gloves here? Where I'm from, everyone wears white gloves. Gloves off. We That was in your rider. <laughs> no clothes on set. You're a mouse. I didn't know Cartoon Network did this nude stuff. This isn't HBO. <laughs> Cut to the labor relations negotiations. <laughs> I'm here representing Mickey Mouse. I understand you've been asking him to disrobe on set. He's a fucking mouse. <laughs> this is not part of the collective agreement as per clause 3.82. <sighs> Am I getting sanctioned again? First it was those animal rights people and now you. It's your own agreement, sir. If you'd like to renegotiate the terms, I suggest you prepare the documents. <sighs> Fine. Mickey can wear his clothes, but he's still got to run into that mouse hole. I know, I know it's really gross in there, and I did, he didn't want to go in there, but he's still got to do it. We've had a report from Occupational Health and Safety that the cleanliness standards of your set are not up to par. Yes, of course they're not up to par. There's mouse shit and cat shit everywhere. <laughs> Cut back to the scene. Has it been cleaned up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fine. We cleaned up the set. Is it's my nice three o'clock smoothie in you. there? Pardon? Is my three o'clock smoothie in there? Yes, Mickey. Your three o'clock smoothie is in there as per the newly negotiated union agreement. No okay? one beats Disney's lawyers. Can we just <laughs> do this damn scene? <laughs> 
I've got a mouse cheese. I gotta get off set at five. Oh, cut, 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 cut. I don't want to, I think I think I should be beating this guy up instead. It's Tom and Jerry, not Jerry beats Tom. Which should be Mickey featuring Tom and Jerry. Cut to Itchy and Scratchy. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey Mickey and Scratchy. <laughs> The Mickey and Scratchy Show! <laughs> Cut to Walt Disney talking with his other execs, and this was his plan to slowly take over the whole cartoon world. <laughs> we got them right where we want them. That Mickey Mouse is such a manipulated tool. <laughs> such a diva, such a tool, such... I have an opportunity. Now we control Adult Swim, Cartoon Network, Comedy Network. We even control Pixar. Yes, yes. Now we just need to get into live action. What about Star Wars? <gasps> Mickey Wars. <laughs> Star Mouse. Hi, uh, I'm the, the special agent you put in with HBO. Yeah, yeah, I think you guys are on a great thing here. I think we can definitely put the mouse into Game of Thrones. I think him and Cersei could have a you know pretty steamy hot sex scene. That would go over big with the crowds. We'll need a very special contract. No disrobing. <laughs> <laughs> it's HBO. I'm keeping my gloves on for that one. Oh come on! <laughs> You're listening to the MIA podcast. Your word is advertisement. There are some ads. I don't think people do the jingle very well anymore. And they really should bring it back because there are certain ads that I remember prominently from my childhood. In Alberta, we had the don't you put it in your mouth. (laughs) Don't you put it in your mouth. Don't you put it in your mouth. That was all when I was a kid. It's still still stuck in my head. Don't you stuff it in your face. face. Don't you stuff it in your face. face. Exactly. Mine was... uh, I am stuck on Band-Aids because Band-Aids stuck on me. Yes, of course, of course. If they're good, they stick in your mind, eh? I mean, especially, I mean, you're right, the the art of jingles is gone. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I know we've been working on this for the last seven hours, but we need to just keep, we need to get this jingle right. Ford Motor Company's hired us to sell their cars. We've got all the names on the board that rhyme with Ford. Oh, put board up there. Board, thank you. Board, uh... Why didn't we come yeah. up with that? It's been seven hours. Lord. Horde. Horde, okay. Maybe we start with a tune that kind of people know, but we put our words okay. over top. Give me a truck. Give me a truck. Open the door by four by four. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's nice. Good. Yeah, that's not bad at all. That's, that's okay. A little derivative, but that's... Good. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Did anybody write that down? Like, what was it? Could you, could you I just said it, but I wasn't recording. Oh, yeah. no. Okay. okay. Well, we better... Okay. I'll hit record this time. Maybe it's a, a collaborative mind. Okay. We can all come up with a song together, okay? One, two, three. We, we love because they have a dashboard. Brilliant. Brilliant. Okay. okay. Keep going. Keep going. They have the smoothest paint job. If you buy a That didn't rhyme. What was that no, last word? But it used <laughs> the word. Did we say disafforded? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I- <laughs>
It's uh, six months later. This uh, new Ford jingle has spread like wildfire. It's become a worldwide sensation. It's on YouTube. Everyone is singing the the disafforded Ford jingle, and, and sales have gone through the roof. Man, boss, that jingle's going crazy. It's going viral. You can't even keep up with all these orders. I know Nike in. just came in. They want us to do one now. If you want to delve into the past and you want to slow things down, there was a time when Ford stood for fix or repair daily. So if you wanted to skip that in there, that'll slow things down for you. So you're thinking an anti-sales jingle. Yeah, kind of an anti, yeah. you know, we used to be... Don't buy our stuff anymore. Some people want to buy a Ford, but I never really found out why. Something like that. Like, yeah. I can tell you why. Because you have to fix and repair. Like, do we have a client that doesn't like Ford? Or why are we doing this? Chrysler has hired us to put together a, a jingle to combat the, the Ford viral song. That's an attack tweeting. jingle. An attack jingle, yes. I don't think anybody's ever done an attack jingle. Attack jingle. That sounds like something Pepsi would do to Coke. I mean, or... it could almost grow into a, a jingle debate, almost. Right, absolutely. Yeah, that's, what that's what politicians do. All right, uh, Trump, uh, Clinton, we've come to the part of the debate where we need to hear your attack jingles. Clinton, please start. Here I am. This man is Trump and he doesn't have a plan. Okay, thank you. Thank you, uh, Ms. Clinton. Donald Trump? Clinton is a hintin' that she's gonna quittin', and I'm just fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> Poll numbers come in, and Donald Trump's jingle is way more catchy than Miss Clinton's jingle, and it wins in the election. Donald Trump is is sitting in the White House, looking to come up with a reason to uh, to bomb ISIS. Hmm, ISIS. Yeah, we got to deal with that, don't we? You know, why don't we try something different? What's that? Why don't we make up a jingle and send it over there and get them all singing along with us? Oh, 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 I was going to join ISIS. Instead, I'm going to buy fish. Does that... No, no, I That's got... a good start. <laughs> a very good start. Uh... Yo, yo, ISIS ain't the nicest, so we're going to cause a crisis. ISIS ain't the nicest, so we're going to cause a crisis. I like it. That's the bottom line. I like it because it fits with my attitude of let's do it to them. But I learned from Hillary and I, those Democrats, and I was thought maybe we could come up with something that would appeal to them, that they would want to come with us, give up their violence, Mr. join Trump, our violence. Mr. Trump, I think if we add one more line to ISIS ain't the nicest and gonna they're going to cause, cause a, a crisis, crisis, I think if we add the line, just build a wall around them and it'll be the nicest. And I think that'll appeal to the Democrats. Are the Democrats into wall building? I thought with this jingle, I bet they will be. <laughs> I was thinking something more like ISIS. It ain't the nicest. But in a crisis, maybe they'd be... President Trump, are you okay? <laughs> no. What uh, my hair fell off. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a hair piece? Totally distracted me. He's starting, he's starting to foam the mouth. Man, I was I totally... Something's happened. Those, his hair. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Trump's going down. He's flopping. Somebody call an ambulance. And the hair's running away across the floor. We cut to the uh, official funeral for Donald Trump. All right, ladies and gentlemen, a uh, fine man is passed here today. And now it's time for the Star Spangled Singers to uh, pay tribute to Donald Trump with this brand new jingle they've just come up with. Ladies and gentlemen, the Star Spangled Singers. Oh, Donald. Oh. 
M-I-A Your word is sofa Sofas are quite expensive We had to buy one this year A lot of debate around could we afford it And what was our price point It's a pain in the butt to get it from Calgary You didn't end up buying the expensive sofa? Well it depends who you ask I guess It's your frame of reference I thought we were on the low end. It's the difference between couch and sofa, by the way. I, I think it's a, a Canadian-American thing. Oh, it's yeah. like, like uh, we say cola and, and, Chesterfield. and soda, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Am I right? Is that I th- correct? I think it's like sofa, couch, Chesterfield, yeah. all interchangeable depending on like region, maybe. I don't know. At my aunt's place, she like plastic covered her, her sofa. Like with one day, like she just kind of was like, oh, I'm getting rid of the sofa. So why don't we just take the plastic covers because I want them for my new couch. And we took them off and they like all of a sudden it went from like the most uncomfortable couch ever to like the most comfortable thing on planet Earth. And this was like a really old couch and like sometimes really old couches just are awful. But this was like, oh, my God, I'm sitting in heaven. I don't want to move. Is it because it was preserved? I must have been. I don't know. Like it's perfectly worn in. Yeah, perfectly. Well, not even because it was the plastic covering just, I guess, kept the couch great. The crunchiness. The crunchiness. The absorbentness of the seat and cushions. And uh, and over here, uh, sir, ma'am, we have the creme de la creme of our showroom. This is a 1916 Limborg sofa that we have preserved for 100 years. I don't know if that's aged enough for me. Mm. We were looking at something more in the century to 150 year range. You know, mm. you're, you're, you're really going to have to start going to a private collector if you're wanting to go that old. I mean, you know, you, okay, I'll let you in on something here. We have something in the back room that we, we don't really show... A lot of the people come through the brick. But you seem like really discerning sofa purchasers. We have very delicate behinds. We need the best. I, Absolutely. Before I show this to you, I just I kind of need to find out a little bit more about your credentials to purchase this sofa. I mean, what kind of furniture connoisseurs are you? Generally, we, we use the word Chesterfield because it has a little Ooh. bit more rich tone. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's just the type of people we are. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've ensured that all of our previous couches in Chesterfields have been ensconced in plastic. And then we found them a good home when we were finished with them. You know, you can't just unload your Chesterfield anywhere. Mm. You need to make sure it goes to a good family. You're right. Good. What about the type of wood? I mean, is there a specific wood that you feel? Walnut. Mm-hmm. You passed. <laughs> we thought we would. <laughs> Come on back. <laughs> Sir, ma'am, this is the 1876 Petersburg sofa. And you'll notice sort of in the one corner here, there is... There is an indent. We do believe that Sir John A. Macdonald, the first Prime Minister of Canada, <gasps> sat in this spot on a regular basis. And his butt groove is like, it's like the founding of our country. I mean, it's just, it just perfect. Why, why don't you have a seat in there, sir? He does out-butt every other Prime oh, Minister man. we've had. He was, he was bootylicious. Let's check and see if your butt's as delicate as his was. Okay. You have a nice little seat. Oh, my God. Oh. oh, my God. This is incredible. Switch me, honey. Have a seat there. Okay, just be be very careful. We don't want to don't don't mess up the groove. Slowly. I don't think this one suits my delicate butt. I, I'm sorry. What did you say, yeah. ma'am? It just it just doesn't seem to fit. You know, it's like it's like a glass slipper. It needs to fit correctly. I I understand it fits my husband's just perfectly, but what does this mean? Does it mean 
you have a more delicate butt than Sir John A. MacDonald? No, that's not what I'm saying. I mean, like, for a relationship. We could get two couches, but I mean, what would the neighbors think? What would the guests think when we... Oh, they have two couches? Oh, weird. We cut to the divorce lawyer's <laughs> office. I understand you two um, don't want to be together anymore. And, um, you know, we have to divide the contents. And everything seems to be going very smoothly, except for this John A. McDonald couch. Chesterfield. It's a Chesterfield. Chesterfield. Sorry. Thanks um, for hiring the worst lawyer. You could have phoned someone yourself. I was busy. I fell excuse, asleep in the Chesterfield. Me, excuse me. Excuse me. Where is this Chesterfield right now? <laughs> Think we'd give away that kind of information all willy nilly? You'll never know. I am trying to help you resolve because it seems like you've had some battles over this couch and this is the final piece of allowing you to go forward amicably. Sweetie, your butt doesn't even fit that dent. It's a historic piece. It's important to me. We chose it together, but it's mine. Okay, you can have the kids full time. I'll just take the couch. I'd rather have the Chesterfield. We do have to get the terminology right for the paperwork. Is it a couch or is it a Chesterfield? It's a a Chesterfield. Chesterfield. Fine, it's a Chesterfield. And it's wrapped in saran wrap or... (sighs) Saran wrap? You're right. I'm starting to question this lawyer as well. Maybe we can go through the phone book together and choose someone who has a deeper appreciation for the walnut, for the grade four high-end 20-year plastic. These pre-World War I Chesterfields always have the biggest armrests too. Probably calls them elbow rests. Listen, I appreciate that even though my name is A.A. Lawyer, and I, you probably got me off the top of the phone book, but I am double A, and I'm actually a collector of fine chairs. I do have some appreciation for legs and cushions. Can you believe this guy? He's probably a lazy boy guy. My new boyfriend is the same way. This what? is just ridiculous. What did you say? My new boyfriend is the same way. I'm really just starting to miss you, you know. How much you understood my passion for Chesterfields. You dated a lazy boy guy after me? It was a rebound. (laughs) We cut to uh, that situation. Susan, uh, can you get me another beer? I've got got my legs up here on this. Oh, this is so comfortable. Uh, What do you call this? uh, Lazy boy couch? It's a Chesterfield. <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever. Uh, the beer's in the fridge. I'm, I'm really relaxed here. You don't even have a delicate behind. It's hard as a rock, baby. You know, this isn't really working out anymore. I think, um, I think you need to go. Can I take the couch with me? Or my dead body. Mountain Improv Alliance. Card. I played Cards for Humanity with my kids. It's It's a fun game. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be an annual thing when I go out to visit them in Ottawa. It's a howler. I watched my daughter laugh harder than I've ever seen her laugh before. So they're selling on Kijiji, the base pack, plus six sets for 80 bucks. Is that a good deal? You know, you can actually get it for free on your phones it's uh really yeah they, they, they basically they basically open sourced it so if you have are in the same room with your friends you can all just sort of play over the same wi-fi network on your phone i love it get together with your friends and you all got your phones up in front of you nothing unusual going on in today's yeah. world but hey come on gorge you don't need to get together to do that you can just stay home and do it <laughs> all right let's text jimmy here hey jimmy do you want to hang out send do I want to hang out? Dude, I'm busy here. Let's just talk on our phones. Whoosh. Boop it. 
Okay. <laughs> Texting. Hey, Marcus, do you want to play Cards Against Rabbits? Knock, knock, knock. I came over to visit you. Uh, Can we hang out? I mean, I sent you a Facebook message kind of invite, but I mean, that was just kind of like a online hangout, you know? Oh. It wasn't like, a, I don't want you near me. Sorry, I guess I'll go home. Well, Gord started a Cards Against Rabbits game. We're playing online if you want to go to your own your own separate house and join us. At least I'm in. Marcus. Ron was complaining that you were being a big pile of poo emoji, smiley face emoji, sad face emoji, little truck send. Boop, boop. What? Tell Ron that he is being a up arrow, sad face, baby angel one. Send. Up arrow, baby face. Send. Ron, what do, you, what do you think Marcus means by that? I think he means get yourself an angel and go to heaven with her. Marcus, what's taking you so long? Are you mad at me? Boop, bing. No, I'm not mad at you. We're pals. We just hang out online is all. Do you know what's going on with Ron and Rob? They're being total skull emoji, the poop one again, and the letter I. <laughs> Send. Marcus, are you passive-aggressive texting in the basement again? I can hear you from all the way upstairs. What, Mom? Just send me, send me a text. What? What's a text? It's the one on your phone with the letters. On, my, on the phone with the what? Not the landline, the cell one. I got it for you for Christmas. <laughs> Hello? Marcus! What do I have to do? I've Just called you. Pull out your phone. What? What's that boy want down there? What? what did he, what's he asking for? He's passive-aggressive texting again. What did he want? What do you want, Marcus? I don't, what do you want? You called me, and you, you... <laughs> I heard something about a text. I heard some texting from okay. downstairs. Give me a second. I'm just going to go to the bookshelf. Okay. Here's one on math. Throw it down at him. Okay. What, what are you guys <laughs> doing? We're giving you some texts to read. <laughs> do you know what? Just Google... I don't have time for this. Just Google on your phones. I got you both for Christmas what a text is. Grandpa wants to know what Google means. I think I've got a book over here. I'll go check. Here it is in the in the dictionary. Google a gooey sandwich. Do not eat. Is that actually in the dictionary? Does it say do not eat in the dictionary? <laughs> it's it says under suggestions. What well, if they start adding suggestions? Hey, to the Dad, dictionary? I've got a Google. Dad says don't eat it. Grandson, come upstairs and help me. I've got six thousand and thirty-two messages in my inbox. I don't know what it means, and this one young man is in danger. Just a moment. Okay, I'm up the stairs. Yes, this fellow, he really needs our help. Grandma, this is a scam. Don't ever give anyone money from your email. And what about this next one? It says it's got a poof attached. Pardon? A poof. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a PDF. Just click on it. Double click with the mouse. The one that's that's not with the one with the letters. There's two things. There's the, the thing in my hand. Yes. Okay. Oh, oh, it's Rebecca. See, and then just continue to do this process for the rest of them. Thanks, sweetheart. Oh no, no problem, Grand Grand. Marcus, are you clicking with Grandma upstairs? I can hear you from down here. You're listening to the MIA podcast. A laundromat. Yay, we still have one in yeah, town. Yeah. <laughs> brings me back to the day of being young and. Hauling your shit in a duffel bag or baskets and taking I've, it out for the I feel like it's weekly a, or monthly clean, depending on where you were in life. Yeah. 
I've also done a little bit of laundry matting, even though that's like not even a thing <laughs> really Laundra- anymore. Laundromatting? La- laundromatting, is that the verbiage? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Laundr- you, you always hear sort of the cliched stories about meeting the love of your life at the laundromat. It's or definitely an interesting conversation. I don't think I've ever had an interesting conversation at a laundromat. I feel it's like it's like you're washing your unmentionables and they're washing their unmentionables and you don't want to be like yeah it just it doesn't seem like a conducive place to meeting new people it is quite a cornerstone of romantic comedies it's always like oh can i borrow a quarter my yeah <laughs> i was i'm one short window was broke there i don't know last year oh, yeah? i'm thinking who want to break a window like who wants to break into a laundromat <laughs> lucrative <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who's guarding a laundromat though like yeah. what kind of things like <laughs> Maybe that's what they're going for. This, is, this would be the easiest break-in <laughs> to rob the laundromat. And then no one no one would be able to track you because they don't sound like they track bills or they don't track quarters. Honey, <laughs> this is my day. I'm going laundromatting. Uh, yeah, all right. Um, I guess it is your turn. Uh, have you got my you got my ginch? Yep, sure do. Yeah, you know. Not all my ginch because it's really gross. It's really I know, dirty. I know. But it's laundromatting day. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's so exciting. I can't wait. Is there anything else hiding that you need to give me? Uh, Yeah, yeah. I mean, just take the towels if you don't mind just doing sort of a towel. Uh, sure. Towel uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. I'll probably be back in about six or seven hours. Is it going to take you that long? Well, you know, I mean, they've really changed laundromatting and it's it's eventful and it's social and they have a little you know wine bar there now and <laughs> and and they've got mini golf in the back and we cut to the laundromat <laughs> hello ma'am uh welcome uh that'll be a five dollar cover today i come here all the time there's never been a five dollar cover uh, ex- ex- excuse me miss brian hey vip pass thank yep. you uh, hi. Yeah, right thank in. you. Yeah, come on in. V- VIP pass. Yeah, uh, he's uh, he's one of our VIPs. He uh, does his laundry here quite frequently, actually. I only bring like one sock at a time, just because I like keep, like I like to yeah. keep coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much is a VIP pass? I like I come here every Thursday. You have to come on uh, Dollar Tuesdays, Freaky Fridays, and you have to come on Soapy Saturdays <laughs> to uh, qualify for a VIP pass. Because, like, I'm probably spending at least $150 here every time I come on Thursday. We did have to jack the prices up on our washer and dryer machines to make up for all the entertainment that we provide you guys. So, Well, here's my $5, but here, can I get some soap as well? Yep, yeah, soap. Uh, here you go. And can I get a basket of mini putt balls, please? <laughs> Cut to some criminals planning to break into the laundromat. All right, guys. They're raking in the dough, but this is our turn. I've heard that. I've heard that on the street. I don't think, I don't think they have very much security to this. We got the one guy who takes the passes and punches the cards and gives the balls. Mm-hmm. I think we can just intoxicate him or get him out of the way somehow and right. take the money for ourselves. Maybe do a little bit of a laundry. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like yeah. It, yeah. Uh-huh. It, it would be great if they closed down, but they've gone 24 hours now. So like it's always open. And mm-hmm. like if we scoped it out, do we know when he takes the change out of the, the washers and the dryers and... Do we? Uh, yeah, no. well, uh, yeah, I know he uh, he usually takes it out around uh, uh, 3 p.m. And uh, and and uh, then he, he puts it behind the DJ booth and there's a little safe back there. I say we go at five minutes after three when he's not guarding the door and then we can get him before he puts it into the safe. So can I suggest something? I have some laundry to do and I'm wondering if we could <laughs> go like a half hour early. Like after we hit them, they might close down and then I'll have dirty laundry for like what another week or two. Cut to uh, the criminals doing laundry. 
This is really nice soap they got here. I'm really impressed with the quality. Hey, boys, are you guys new here? Mm, yes, we. this is our first time, yes. I'm so silly. I forgot a quarter. Can I borrow a quarter from you guys? Quarter won't do you anything here. Oh, well, what? I'm just not. You need loonies and toonies in this. Laundromatting at the scale costs a lot. So oh, You're so smart. Wow. You, uh, you have beautiful eyes, ma'am. <laughs> you have nice, muscly arms. <laughs> hey, I'm doing a load of whites. Do you want to... Jump in. Oh, could I? Could I? Yeah. Paul, I, I think she had eyes for me. I'm just asking her about her whites. I mean, I left colors for you. That's the key one. Whites are simple. The girls don't worry about that. But if she trusts you, she'll she'll jump in with your color load, dude. You already noticed that she has white only underwear, right? You just want to get in on that, don't you? Dude, we've been friends too long. You like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're All right. right. All right, Paul. All right. I'll, I'll give you the first crack at this one. But remember, we're here for a reason. Don't mess it up. So my buddy and I were talking and we just want to know if you want to add your whites to my load or add your colors to his load. Can I do both? Oh my God. Could this really be the night? I've <laughs> I've never done a triple laundromatting experience before. I've never neither, tried this either. Neither have I. This is the very first time I've been in a laundromat ever. I didn't know how this worked. What do you say, Frankie? I'm willing to give it a go. Cut to the girl goes home to her girlfriends. Do you know how easy it is to get your laundry done for free now that they've jacked the prices up? What do you mean? You just go over there and play the whole romantic comedy routine. Just what? flirt a little bit, play a game, a free game of golf. The guys will buy a game of golf and maybe a wine at the wine bar. And yeah, it's, your laundry's done. Oh, you're such a laundromatting slut. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so naughty. You little panty whore. <laughs> oh. Did you take inventory? Did you get all your clothes back? Yeah, except for a pair of my panties is missing. But that's worth the cost. I mean, yeah, what are panties so. these days? Like five for a dollar at the dollar store? What? Yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't wear underwear. <laughs> so we, we cut back to the uh, cut back to the criminal hideout. So what you're saying is you only grab the one pair of underwear? Just the one. I noticed she was counting her clothes. What you about guys, the safe? But wait, look at these. This is why I didn't want I mean, to go could, do laundry before. We could be. We could frame this and and like <laughs> sell it to the the laundromat and and they could hang it, or we could put it on consignment at the laundromat. And I think we'd make lots of money. I don't know if you're quite aligned with <laughs> our organization anymore, Paul. You know, we've been thinking about it for a while, Paul. But I think it might be time that you joined another another burglar gang. So Paul, uh, despondent, goes down to the laundromat and. Suddenly that becomes his sort of regular hangout. He's he's always just kind of at the laundromat two weeks later. I need to go talk to the ma manager. John. Yep. I have an idea. Yep. Like there's a little space open next door to the laundromat. And I want to open a consignment store for like all the single socks that get left behind or things that get caught in the dryer washer that get left behind. And I'm going to have a panty section and that I'll give you some of the profits. Paul, you've been hanging around here for the last like two weeks drinking the laundry. You've been drinking the laundry detergent. I, I don't know if I can trust you with this kind of business. How do you know I've been drinking the laundry detergent? I've seen what you've been doing, rubbing the bounce sheets all over yourself. <laughs> well, that's quite different than drinking the laundry detergent. <laughs> You're right. It is different than drinking the laundry detergent. Sorry. It just makes my skin feel soft and it reduces static cling. And you smell great. You smell fantastic, like a spring breeze. Thank you. And... The laundry detergent, I just think everybody needs a good cleaning inside and out. Right. Okay. And, you know, I see how well it does on the clothes. I figured it will do just as well on my insides. You know what? You are very passionate about laundry oh, uh, in general. I love uh, it. And the fact that you added a wine bar and a mini putt. Yeah. Like, it just makes the whole experience. And I just, have you thought about adding music? 
that's what the DJ booth is for. We've never actually had, <laughs> never actually manned it. It just, you know, just some speakers and oh, yeah, a guy with headphones. He just kind of stands there and pumps his arms in the air. But uh, you know, maybe one day we'll turn it on. Okay, Paul, your your consignment idea. We'll uh, we'll give it a go. Cut a few a few months down the road, and it's there's now the consignment store, and now there's no laundry machines. There's just it's just a walk through, and you wear your clothes, and Paul rubs you with bounce sheets. And that's how you get your clothes <laughs> clean now. <laughs> and suddenly, uh, the woman from a few months uh, back walks in. Oh, my God. Paul, is that you? You washed my whites a few months ago. Remember oh, me? Oh, you're the whites girl. I remember. <laughs> I am the whites girl. Welcome to my new business. Hey, stand still. Oh. It's just bounce. It's, it's okay. Just, okay. Good for the skin. Smooths everything oh, out. Reduces wow. static clang. It really and it gives is. this kind of shine to you. So, because I don't want clothes sticking to you as you walk through the aisles. Oh, wow. Nice to see you. It's good to see you. Yeah. Hey, hey, weird question. Yeah. I'm missing a pair of panties from that day. That's Any odd. idea? Do you think your friend stole them or? Maybe they just got stuck in the dryer. That's why we opened this store. Here, I've got a whole wall of panties. For some reason, we end up with more panties in this store than anything else. Socks, shirts. No. Maybe you can see yours in there. Here's the white section. Oh, these aren't mine, but I, these ones look okay. Maybe I'll grab these ones. Those will be great. And as they uh, discuss panties, their eyes meet and she reaches out her hand and grabs his. I I have a thing for white. <laughs> She's <laughs> M-I-A. Tickle trunk? Tickle. Like, what is that? The costume trunk? Yeah, you know Mr. Dress Up? When you oh, were little, you'd like bust open his tickle trunk and pull out random things, and then you'd crawl through the log and yeah. you'd see if you'd call, he'd call your name. Yeah, that's Fred Penner. You got you got a couple of uh, your 80s children's show, Canadian children's shows mixed up. I made them one person in my mind. <laughs> I've got a five-year-old, and I think he's missing out on a lot of the children's entertainment that I grew up on, and I'm kind of sad about that. I mean, like, there's certain ones that don't air anymore, like The Friendly Giant, yeah. Mr. Dress Up, and Mr. all the, Rogers. you know, Fred Penner, Mr. Rogers. But, you know, at the same time, like, he's never really gotten into Sesame Street either, and I kind of blame myself for that. But he hates, like, he's, he told me he hates Elmo. Like, who hates Elmo? <laughs> like, what's wrong with Elmo? So 80s dad. Is he into, like, Minecraft and that sort of thing now? Like, do they leap right through the digital world? He's, you know, big into superheroes. I mean, the stuff that's on Netflix, you know, mm -hmm. you know, something you can just dial up. Pokemon he's big into right now. Oh. But yeah, like, you know, the, sort Arthur, of the classics. Any Arthur? Is he into Arthur? I don't even know. I, I don't think he's familiar. some of my familiar. grandkids are into some really old one that I'm like, some of those things are coming back around. Yeah. Does anybody else find Mr. Rogers super creepy? Like, Mr. Dress Up, he was cool. Fred Penner, super cool. I found Mr. Rogers a little creepy as a kid. I had a nightmare one time where Mr. Rogers popped up at the end of my bed and just started opening and closing his mouth going, uh, and it's like, <laughs> in like a, just a stylish like teal cardigan. And like ever since then, I, uh, I had like a fear of Mr. Rogers. <laughs> I loved his zip cardigans though. Wasn't there like a king or something? Like there was a king. Yeah, the little king puppet show thing yeah. that they did. Yeah. Whatever happened to all those guys? Like I saw Fred Penner in concert not so long ago. Fred Penner became really big on the college circuit because because all the people who grew up with him as kids, I mean, suddenly they're in college <laughs> and they still love Fred Penner. So he, he goes to like college bars and, and plays and sells out shows there. That know? dude must get more. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Kerplop, ladies and gentlemen, kids of all ages. Look up. Yay! Look way up. 
I'm standing uh, on my tickle trunk. Whoa! Let's open the tickle trunk. It's just a box, dude. Let's all sing the Kerplop theme song. Does everyone know how it goes? How are you doing? Welcome to Kerplop. How would you like it if you took a pop? Pop, pop, pop. Kerplop, plop, plop. Aren't we having fun today? Let's say kerplop. Oh, it's so good to be with you here today, children. I'd like you to meet my friend. He's the gluten-free biscuit monster. Hello, I would like a cookie. Do you have any gluten-free cookies or pizza? I'd really like a pizza. How about some toast? But it has to be gluten-free toast. It can't be the regular toast, but I really want toast. It couldn't just be a non-toast. Everything is gluten-free here at Kerplop. Oh, I love it here at Kerplop. We take care of every child's celiac disease or, or whatever uh, whatever condition they may have or their parents may think they may There's catch There's no peanuts here, right? This is a peanut-free environment, correct? Uh, of, of course. course. Of course. In fact, the, pe- the, the word peanut is, is completely Outlawed. banned in space. Yes. Absolutely. We don't even say the P word anymore. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mr. Kerplop, here comes Mr. Peanut! Hi, Mr. Peanut! Welcome whoa, to the show! Whoa, 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 Mr. Cut, 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 cut. What's going on here? Mr. Peanut? This is a nut-free set. This is not a horror show. You can't play horror shows into kids' shows. Okay, Mr. Peanut, get off the set. Hey, my agent told me to come here for an audition. Like, like what? I'm here for an audition. Yeah, I'm sorry. There, there must have been a mix-up. I mean, this is a this is a nut-free set. This is a gluten-free set. Dairy-free, uh, meat-free, gender-free, gender-free. I mean, we're all we're all one gender here. Uh, I, I can come shelled or unshelled. Uh, either way, whatever whatever way you want me. Salted. Been roasted, but that'll take a little time. And uh, you know, I'm just oh, kind of here for the audition. Uh, we we should we could probably make an exception for salted roasted peanuts, don't you think? Those those sound really. Delicious. I brought my top hat and my cane. You know, I used to be on a peanut butter jar, and I don't know. I'm just trying to pick up some work here. You know, we can try this. We can always edit it out. Okay, three. Two, one. Hey, Hi. everybody! Our new friend, Mr. Peanut, Mr. is here. Mr. Peanut. Mr. Peanut. How's it going? What are you looking at, kid? My mommy says I'm not allowed to have peanuts. Yeah, come here, touch me. Here, just right here. <laughs> yeah, that's it. See, you're okay. My throat's puffing up. I- I'm starting to swell. My eyes are. You guys oh, take like those that. socks and get them out of here. Oh God. Hey, on. What if I turn around? This is my unshelled side. Ooh, I like all your peanut hey, stuff. Quit touching the merchandise. I can't forget. Here, have a little piece of skin from my peanut. Now, <laughs> I I got a peanut. I got a peanut skin in my throat. It's stuck there. Like, how do I get it out? They're not looking good. I should leave, or like, I'm not. I'm not insured that way. Kerplop, you better take care of these people. Look at they're swelling like like a big thumbs or something there. All right, children, now we're going to learn all about EpiPens. Can you spell EpiPen? I can't give you some till you can spell it. Mountain Improv Alliance. One Hit Wonders. There's our next suggestion. One Hit Wonders. You can dance if you want to. You can leave it the rest behind. Because your friends don't dance. And if they don't dance, they're no friends of mine. 
Actually, Steve, uh, Man Without Hats had two hits. <laughs> Pop Goes the World. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who are the guys with the funky hair? They did Alien Love Song, too. Space Love Song. And I ran around oh, so far. Oh, Flock of Seagulls. You know, I've always wondered if, you know, it would be a good thing to be a one-hit wonder. I mean, you have that one hit that people remember you for all of eternity. But, you know, you could come out with albums and albums and albums worth of material. And you get on stage and everyone wants to hear, like, fucking Call Me Maybe. or you know, like, <laughs> but did you, The year that song came out, she played the Coke stage at the Stampede. And she closed with Call Me Maybe, obviously. Yeah, I think she folks. did the song like three times Hours. in a row kind of thing. Like it was definitely like 15 minutes of Call Me Maybe. Cause, um, but it was literally everyone just standing, hands by their side. And like, it could, and then Call Me Maybe. He's like, yeah, Call Me Maybe. And I remember singing. It's like, it, it, it could be worse. Yeah, your first name could be Vanilla. And your last name would be. Nice. Apparently he's a contractor. He installs swimming pools. Yeah, he's got his own show. I don't know. I guess he's like the Mike Holmes of rap and fixing houses. It's like he is like on fire with it. So the, the subject is rappers with practical life skills. <laughs> yeah, the job yeah. after the one. It <laughs> uh, hi, sir. Welcome to Ikea. How can I help you? Uh, I'm just looking for a new dresser. Can you point me in the right direction? Oh, yeah. We have the, uh, the Schmuggenfluff just here. It's got eight, eight drawers. How's that? Uh, I was looking for something, you know, in the ten drawer. Do you have the Malgam Schling? Uh, we do have the Malgam Schling, and uh, it's it's on sale today too. Actually, do you know? I don't know if you've if you've heard that catchy song. Sir, it was like, "Sales, I love sales." Yeah, yeah. Have you heard that one? Yeah, I, I, that's why I came to the store. I mean, that's um, oh, is is it? Yeah. That's that's because that's that's me. Back in my day. Oh, yeah. You were singing about was, IKEA. Yeah, and, I mean that's. So I got this brought, job. You're Whitey Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Whitey Johnson. I can't yeah, believe it. Oh, my God. Do you want an oh autograph? Or? Totally. Yeah, totally. okay. Can you sign the back of this hot dog wrapper from the... Okay. Uh, excuse me, uh, Marcus, or Whitey, as it says on your special name tag. Could you please get back to work? Maybe Sorry. helping customers Sorry, instead boss. of... What was that? Taking an autograph? Okay. Uh, no, I was just helping what was that find song? the... What was that song called again? The uh... Uh, It's called... Sales. Sales. Like get back to work. Okay? Oh, just get back sorry, to work. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, sorry, sorry. Hey, Whitey. Uh, I'm in the bedroom department. I heard you've got a customer here for a dresser. Are well, you looking for the, the moving fluff, sir? Yeah, the merchant moving fluff. Well, the moving fluff is a good one, but the moving is even better because it has powers to kill people okay okay uh it falls on people and kills them oh my god crazy dresser um but you know i've got to know uh, how many radio singles did you have well i only had one just like whitey i'm working at ikea here because uh you know you got to pay the rent but oh man i love to be on that stage Sing him the song. He yeah, probably, he'll rec recognize you then. I think that your credibility is going to be based on who had the better single. I don't remember yours, sir. <laughs> Look at me. I'm so pretty. You know the one. So do you want to take the uh, muffin fluffler, sir? God, I, I'm, I'm so confused now. I mean, I've got two of my favorite artists, Whitey Johnson and uh, Bad Bad Johnny J. Johnny J here. Yeah. Attention, this is special now on the 12 of me the ball for $2 and get a free schmoopenfluffle along with it. Only for the next hour in the Ikea restaurant. Okay, okay, I gotta make a choice here. I'm, I, I, gotta get, I gotta get that meatball special and it's gonna take me a good hour to walk across this damn building. So. Yeah, so um, what's it gonna be, man? Okay, I'll, okay. I'll give you, do you um, know, my manager's not looking, so I'll give you two autographs and I'll leave, I'll record your voicemail. You record my voicemail? I'll record your voicemail with this song, yeah. Okay. Hey. 
heard we have a fan in the building. Damn, not now, Janice, Janice, Sparkly Planis. Would you like my autograph? Uh, I don't remember you. I'm sorry. Janice, Janice, Sparkly Planets? You've never heard of me. I'm sorry. Oh my uh, God. What are, you, what are you famous for? Are you for? joking? You're joking, right? You got I'm, a camera somewhere? Just, just sing him the song and we've all done it. Just sing it. Yeah. We've got the Sparkly Planets. Oh! Oh my God. I told her I lost my virginity to that song. <laughs> Thought so. And what are you selling today? Uh, I'm selling the Mikun Rocken. It's a rocking chair. Oh, I could totally use a rocking chair. Actually, I couldn't, but uh, I just love that song so I'll, much. I'll autograph the back. Really? If you buy it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is the best day ever. This is the best Ikea ever. <laughs> uh, excuse me, miss. I'm here to bring my children to the uh, ball pit, but all the balls seem to be gone, and there's only a rocking chair in there. And like The kids only need one rocking chair when it's my rocking chair. Like what happened to the ball pit? Like I was here like last week picking up a Hooverheimer. Oh, I autographed them. We cut to the, uh, we cut to the, the staff meeting the following day. Uh, all right, gather around. I, I'm, um, it's great that we've got so many really talented musicians who have recorded that one big hit in the store. We're going to have to up our game here. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to meet you to meet your new employees. This is uh, Men Without Hats. They had two, <laughs> two hits on the radio. I think they're really going to help boost our sales. Pop goes the world. Oh, Men Without Hats. I don't know if you guys remember, but I opened for you guys way back in, in uh, 86. Yeah, you know, the 80s are just kind of a drug-induced blur. I just kind of left high school, did a bunch of coke, and then I woke up in an Ikea. I think it's great they don't have hats because we don't have a hat department. <laughs> hey, boss. <laughs> it's Johnny J, and I want the lighting department because I want the lights on when I sing. I'm sorry, Johnny J. The MC Hammer's already got a lock on lights. Boss, just a, a comment here. I'm star power, okay? I don't hang around with one-hit loser wonders. I'm a, I'm a two-hit guy. That's like twice as many as one. So I'm, I'm like twice as good as these one-hit losers. Twice as old. Oh, Janice, Janice, sparkling planets with the burn. <laughs> Janice, turn off the pants with the sparkles and getting, you know, it's getting interfering with my, my cataracts. So boss, how is this twice as amazing hatless group? What changes are this going to mean for us in our department? Yeah, the only customer we had in here didn't even buy anything. I'm the guy that was at the kid pit and I'm a lawyer and I represent, <laughs> I represent JJ and Whitey and sparkles. Sparkles! Sparkles and... We're forming a union. Here's your paperwork. This is uh, this is a little surprising. Um, what would it take to make this lawsuit go away? What do you think? You should, you should definitely yeah, let's just, let's just uh, get him to throw you know, in a flog uh, and food in. We're gonna get double free. salary, right? That's more than I make singing. Is that double well, salary? How about a music should... festival in the sofa department? Music oh. festival and go with ninety nine red balloons. Ask him for that. And we'd write the jingle to the next IKEA commercial. So we got jingles to I IKEA commercials, and ninety nine red balloons need to be sung every morning while we're doing stretches, and double the salary. And did I miss anything? Music festival. Music festival in the sofa department, and that's that's what we want, and we won't form a union. I can cut it down to about 50 red balloons, and I'll throw in a flock of seagulls. Does that work? <laughs> I think that's the scene right there. <laughs> You're listening to the MIA Podcast. If you were a car, what kind of car would you be? And how? 
<laughs> and would you be edible? <laughs> We've done edible cars. <laughs> I guess a, f- a Ford Escape Hybrid. Whoa. Yeah. I like to be um, fuel efficient. I'm a man of efficiency. I like uh, everything. Using as little resources as possible. Expending as little resources as possible. But I, I'm, I'm also an, an accommodating guy. I like to accommodate a lot of cargo. But not too much cargo. Not too much baggage. Be a family man, but also cool about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm saying, hey, you know, I could take... Hey, I'm not family. a minivan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not a minivan. I can take my family where... I need to go, but I'm also fuel efficient. The technology is nice, so it'd be a newer model one. What color? Blue. All right, kids, we're gonna have an efficient morning. Okay, ready? It is 6.55 a.m. and the bus leaves at 7.02. And so, ready, kids, out of bed and go, 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 go. Uh, Dad. Dad, you're on us every morning. Jim, Jimmy, you have three and a half minutes to uh, dress. Um, and get your clothes on and have breakfast and make it to the bus for grade two and shave because you've, you've been going to grade two for quite a while. That, I mean, that's not even like possible to do all those things in that period of time. Three minutes now, Johnny. Three minutes, Johnny. Jimmy, Jimmy, you're not even awake yet. Jimmy, you've got, you've got three and a half minutes to make um, scrambled eggs for your mom, deliver all the newspapers in the area. Uh, I want you to mow the lawn and shovel the walks and uh, change the car tires the winters and make it onto your school bus. Why can't we have a cool dad who lets us do all the rules? I don't want any of the rules. You kids are going to grow up and you're going to be efficient. <sighs> Not very cool, but you're going to be efficient, like a hybrid. I've got one leg in my pants right now. That's as, I mean, that's as far as I can go, I think, with that. Uh, as long as making it onto the school bus, fine. Yeah, that, that, that's a good compromise. Oh, uh, okay. I like compromising with you, dad. See you later. <laughs> Cut to the kids talking about running away from home. Dad's too strict. Oh, he's such a jerk. Sometimes. He makes me wear cargo can't pants because they're like the minivan of pants. Yeah, because there's so many pockets in them. I know. All yeah. of the things can fit and, in the pockets. Yeah, it's so efficient. I mean, he makes me shave my entire body because it makes me more aerodynamic as I'm walking <laughs> along the street in shorts. We gotta leave. The Joneses... They don't t- make their kids do anything. It's just candy and La La Land, all the do dot a. The Joneses are the coolest family. They are ever. the coolest I family. Mean, they wear like fitted clothing and not loose fit shorts. And they, they don't even like have clocks in their house. It's just like you know they just, just go on whatever. Yeah. So uh, we cut to the Joneses' house. Hello. Who is it? Hi, Mrs. Jones. Can we crash at your place tonight and mm. maybe for the next? few weeks months years are you the robertson boys from across the road yeah Yeah. you know was it the cargo pants they gave it away yeah and the like the 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 double watches on each wrist yeah Yeah. our dad like super glued that we can't take these Mm -hmm. off honey who is it it's the robinson boys those little fuckers (laughs) down the street hey i heard that man i'm standing right here oh our ears were opened up with pliers because our dad they said hearing is efficient Hang on a second. What do they want? They want to stay at our house. Like, I think it should be fine. Like, we've got plenty of room down in the basement. They can oh. bunk in with our kids. Oh, that'd be so cool. Did, did they bring food with them? I have army rations. He's got plenty of them. He's got, like, my you cargo know, pants. two weeks worth in, in his cargo pants. It's dehydrated meals. I mean, I can't stand the dad. Like, he always tucks his shirts in, and <laughs> he looks so stiff all the time. And All right, we'll try it for a night, maybe. 
Yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. Like, the dad probably won't notice they're even gone, to be honest. Would he? No, it'll be fine. We'll just keep them down in the basement. No one will notice. You don't think we need to call them or anything? Actually, I'd like to play a joke on that prick down the street. No, no, I think you should call him and let him know. No playing jokes. I've had enough. We'll just let them into the basement, give them some candy, and then you make sure to let him know. Hi, this is me. This is the Very Fish and Family. Tell me which one very quickly. Yeah, is this like Mr. Robinson? Who the hell else would it be? You phone my phone. This it, is Mr. Robinson. What do you want? First of all, I want to know if Mrs. Robinson's there because <laughs> yeah, I Mrs. heard a lot about her. Mrs. Robinson <laughs> seems to have, uh, have kind of gone AWOL. Uh, yeah, she's, been, she's been gone for a while. Listen, I want to just tell you that your boys are down here and they're crashing for about a month. And Actually, we just signed a three-month lease, lease with them and uh, they've run away from home. Just want to let you know. And by the way, you can make the check out to uh, Mr. and Mrs. Jones. This is not efficient. No, it's not efficient. It's going to be much, much more efficient for my children to return immediately home and eat their dinner in three and a half minutes that I made for them and have their protein pills and their military rations and go to bed. That would be much more efficient. Listen, I want to just tie, like, we've only got like a two door with two seats and you've got this amazing Ford Escape hybrid. And I'm wondering, like, if, while the boys are crashing here, we could just switch vehicles. Well, well, the thing is that the hybrid is, is, is more efficient than the two-door because you can get people in and out of it more quickly because it's efficient. Yeah, I know it's efficient. That's why I'm asking you, do you want to switch vehicles? I, you, you don't have to sell it to me. I just want to borrow it for three months. I don't see the efficiency of this at all. No, no, no. We've, we've got to be very, very efficient. Um, so I think what makes more sense is um, for me to move in with your family as well, and then you can get rid of your two-door and we'll drive everybody in mine and it'd be more efficient because we can all live in one house and I could save money on heating bills. Hold, hold on a okay, second. Okay, that's hold, great. I'll be no, no, right hold, over. Hold on a second. Let me just muffle the phone. I need to ask my wife something. Honey, <laughs> the breakdown at the end of the street wants to live here with the boys. Tell him no. I he just, can't live in our house. I just what are you doing? Party. He started selling me on the thing and like I didn't want it. I just wanted to borrow it. Then now he wants to move in. Honey. Okay, oh, I'll backtrack just knock, a second. Knock, knock. He's at the door. I thought he was on the phone. Hold on, let me hang up. Oh, well, Mr. it's much Robinson. more much more efficient for me to come here in my hybrid, and I brought uh, each of the boys a sleeping bag, Actually, and I've bought this big bag of beans for you, which uh, is enough food for all of us to eat for the next three months. Actually, Mr. Robinson, you know, I talked it over with Mrs. Jones, and. We decided. Listen, I understand the issue with Mrs. Jones, and I know that two men, one woman, doesn't sound that efficient. But you know, let me let me tell you, um, I could draw diagrams for you. Which shift do you want? Just sign just, up here. I've, I made a little spreadsheet, uh, and you can sign up here where I it's most efficient. Just say I don't seem to be getting through to you. Let me call my wife, honey. We've got a problem at the door. <laughs> I've got a new plan. There's a nice empty house just down the road now. It looks like it. I'm going to head down there, take our two door. You guys can just stay here with the kids. M-I-A. Merry-go-round. That must be the most boring theme park ride ever. The merry-go-round. Like, I guess it's for, like, little kids and their parents, so their parents didn't stand there. Like, I remember being super excited for the one at Chinook Mall in Calgary. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Not enough oh, people yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, like, yeah. really old, and they used to run it, like, all the time, and I used to be so excited. Then you get on there, and it's like, oh. I walk faster around this thing. <laughs> if it really sucks, if you don't get on early enough, you don't even get a freaking horse. You got to sit on the bench. Chariot, the <laughs> yeah, bench. So just, oh, <laughs> we're going so around, but not fast enough for me to projectile vomit on the crowd or anything fun. Yeah. But when we're all in our 90s, this is the kind of theme park that we'll go to. We'll go to the really, they'll, they'll take all the normal rides and make them incredibly boring for us. 
Mildred, I'm so excited you brought me here to <laughs> Seniors Land today. It's just wonderful, isn't it, Henry? Oh, I've been wanting to come here for decades now. Look, honey, they've got a tortoise. Oh, goody, is that what we have to ride to get to the various areas of this amusement park? I think so. You can just sit on its back. Welcome aboard our tortoise. Tickets are $3.45 apiece for every half a kilometer. When I was 20 years old, we could ride a tortoise around for a nickel <laughs> the whole day. Well, that dates you, sir. We haven't had nickels for the past 25 years. Hang on, $3.45. Is that the seniors' rate? I've got a card. Will you take this card? I suppose I can make an exception. I'll look at this pretty card and hand it right back. I've got a wallet full of stamps. Would you accept those in exchange for a ride on this tortoise? Give what are stamps, stamps, honey? Or the have you got the vouchers? We've got vouchers as well. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> We've got a discount card and a voucher. <laughs> Will all this combined allow us to ride the tortoise to the best amusement ride that you've got? It'll let you get to the first one. That's the best you'll get. <laughs> Fantastic. Cut to on the way there. It's taken so long that they need to stop at the concession on the way there. Uh, step right up, step right, ma'am. Would you uh, would you like uh, mushy peas or uh, or mushed carrots? I was hoping you'd have some potatoes. I quite like potatoes. We have prune juice as well. Do you have any of those mini donuts, but like really smushed up and without any sugar? And just basically and, some dough. And no cholesterol. No, he no. can't have cholesterol. Oh, sugar. No sugar no. either. Well, I mean, with the premium package, we do pre-chew food. <laughs> it is an, ex an extra few stamps, unless you've got the voucher, which I'm sure you do, because everyone here has a voucher. <laughs> Would you accept this savings bond in exchange for these smushed up donuts? When's the expiry date, sir? This is the only way we catch any of you. <laughs> with expired coupons. Oh, dear. Mildred. Henry, it's all right. It's a special treat. I've been saving up so you can have a nice young man vomit donuts into your mouth. Oh, goody. This is really is the best day ever. Okay, cut to the continuing... Their trek on the tortoise towards the uh, the ride. All right, step right up for the first amazing ride. Yes, here it is, sir. You get to sit on this park bench. <gasps> <laughs> now, careful, sir. We, we've hand we've hand uh, rubbed this. Make sure there's no slivers here. We've got a couple of pigeons here that you can feed. And we've got a little bag of bread crumbs. And uh, now the pigeon's going to shit on your head. This seems dangerous, Henry. <laughs> I don't know why you've taken me to this park. I'm worried about splinters. I don't think this walnut has been sanded very well. Are you on your way to the first ride? Well, uh, we were about to sit on the ride, yes. Well, you can't sit on the ride yet until you have your pre-medical examination. <laughs> We did fill out the ten pages of waivers at the start that the young man said we had to fill out. Is there more? Yes, you know, we've actually had some um, problems with people's hearts racing after the turtle ride over to this ride. It's very exciting. And we just, it's a precaution. Are there any conditions, sir, that I should know about you? 
like the type two diabetes, <laughs> the the constipation, cholesterol levels. Uh, they're through the roof. Yes, blood blood pressure. Yes, that's all crazy. And I yeah. heard you complaining about one ninety over one twenty. <laughs> Excellent, thank you. That's bad, actually. <laughs> um, let me check my chart. And Mab, what about you? Anything we should know about? I'm fine. Fine, honestly. Look over there! Henry, distract him! Let's sit on the bench! Quickly! Kaka! <laughs> Go ahead, sit there, but I'm... Henry, I'm sitting! I'm sitting! It's fantastic! I'm reporting you to security. Cut to the hospital where Mildred's had an accident on the park bench. <laughs> I told you to watch for those slivers! You're full of tetanus now! Oh, poor Mildred. I think I'm dying. Oh, Not quite yet. We've got a giant needle for your tetanus shot. <laughs> Henry, I'm afraid. Trust the man in the yellow lab coat. <laughs> I can see a long tunnel of light, Henry. That's because you're looking down the needle. <laughs> it's very large. We have to use an appropriate dosage for the kind of injury you incurred. So uh, if you'll kindly hold out your left arm. On the count of three. One, two, uh, thank you. Can I get that coupon for mini golf now? <laughs> uh, cut to the old couple talking to their lawyers after they got the splinter. Uh, so explain the situation to me, uh, you guys, exactly what happened. Well, a large man came and stabbed me, essentially, with a wooden dagger. That was how it happened, Henry. Yes, I do, <laughs> I do believe so. All right, I'm just going to speak really slowly. So, on a scale of 1 to 10, how bad did it hurt? 10 being the highest, like, ouch. 1 being, oh, that wasn't bad. 11. I think you guys have a court case. Also, the mini putt only had eight holes. What the hell is up with that? Henry, are you guys done? We gotta get on the free seniors bus. It's free coffee day at McDonald's. No, no, we have a yacht now. Thanks to the proceeds of our many court cases, yes. we're going to the Caribbean. Come, Wilf, join us on this magical got trip. Free McDonald's coffee in the Caribbean? I'm assuming so. All right, McDonald's everywhere. <laughs> Mountain Improv Alliance. Google. I guess it's not necessarily Google related, but I uh, had an experience recently where I think that my phone was listening to my conversation. What? Yeah. So you know how sometimes, like, if you're like online, if you're searching something on Google, yeah. uh, then you know you go to Facebook and it's like ads pop up for whatever yeah. it is you're searching for. And I totally get that. That's all about cookies and metrics. Like, yeah. I mean, they measure so much stuff when you actually go to websites that you're not even aware of. But the other day, like, I was not searching. I don't even remember what it was I was talking to my wife about. I was not searching for it online, though, which is something that came up in conversation. I hadn't actually thought about it earlier at all in the day or anything like that. We were talking about this, and I pull out my phone just to check Facebook a few minutes later, and there was a bunch of, like, advertisements for the thing that we were talking about, which I had not searched for wow. online. Like, it just, it knew. It's like it was, it was targeted marketing because it was listening to me. 
That's super creepy. It is super creepy. Yeah. And I, I saw it on Facebook. A friend of mine the other day was just like, has anyone ever had that impression their phone's listening to him? Because it happened to him too. Like, I don't think it's an isolated incident. I think our phones are listening to us. I think my phone and Google knows my schedule now too. Just from where I go, it tracks me. And then like, it'll be like, oh, Wednesdays, you go at noon to work. Tells you how yeah. far like away I am. And like every yeah. Wednesday night before improv, it tells me how traffic is between my house and the Mystic Springs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it it's does. crazy. Michael does that too and it's it's now telling me where i'm parked it's like we marked your, your we marked your location on uh, apple maps so you can find your car later on that's scary hey eh? yeah it's yeah we're being tracked all over the place i mean it's you know i guess i can see the convenience of that but it is also a little bit creepy to know how yeah. technology knows what we're doing all the time it's better than having a chip implanted in our ear as soon as we're born eh? i think that's the next logical step yeah no yeah. kidding yeah man. Microchipped and tagged, fully connected to the global interweb. Can I just try these jeans on in a size 32, please? Uh, yeah, we've got a we got a size 32 here. Oh, uh, Levi Strauss the originals. Do you know what? My phone actually says that uh, that you guys have 31s. Your phone told you that? Yeah, I, I think that would be perfect because I'm in between a 30 and a 32. So thir- that 31 that somewhere is somewhere in your store that my phone told me about. If you could find that, that'd be great. Well, I mean, if your phone said it's here i'm let me just check in the back uh, Kristen, do you know if we have any size 31s i didn't think we did no yeah no i thought we sold out uh, last week yeah you know what i think you're right sorry sir uh your phone is wrong it is provided you with incorrect information we do not have any size 31 uh levi strauss originals it's wrong it's 100 percent wrong phones can't be wrong <laughs> no, I, no google is never wrong sir i'm telling you between the two of us, we have determined, as human beings, that your phone is incorrect and we do not have that uh, disease and stuff. Like I trust human beings over my phone. Hello, Marcus. I've been listening into your conversation and these humans are incorrect. There is a pair of 31s in the lower left-hand shelf of their stockroom. See? Thank you, Google, very much for intruding in our conversation <laughs> and helping me find my 31s. Kristen, can you can you go check the stock room for a second? Fine. <laughs> so funny thing, uh, yeah, there's a pair of 31s. Uh, they were just tucked back behind. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. I... Yep. Marcus, this is Google again. We have discovered that these pants were on sale just yesterday and they've returned to full price. We suggest that you negotiate the sale price. You heard Google. Well, I'm I'm, I'm sorry. That sale did end yesterday. Our prices are non-negotiable. Maybe we should consult the manager. Your manager's on his lunch break. Google, let me know that via text notification. Hmm. So what are we going to do? I would be happy to listen into the manager's phone and find out where he is and give him a call for you if you would like. If you'd please Google. Yes, that'd be fantastic. Wait, and very helpful. Google, you hold, your phone's listening to on our manager's phone? I don't know. <laughs> silly me. I usually tell everyone this. I mastered Google. I own, the inter- I own the internet now. No, that doesn't make sense. What do you mean you own the internet? I own the world, really, because the world is now the internet. And Google found that 31 pair of jeans you guys thought was absolutely wrong, but there it was. Well, you know, it's one thing to, for Google to find you some jeans, but how does that mean you've mastered Google, mastered the world? Google, if you could just tell me what this man is thinking, please. We have been analyzing this man's life for the last three weeks extensively because we knew you would be coming in here for a pair of jeans. And we have found that he is unstable in his home life and he tries really hard to 
sell jeans and he's living slightly below the poverty line. A bribe may work on your behalf. Jeans are my life. Yeah. did get that right. Do you seem like the type of man who would take a bribe? I'll tell you what, I'll let, I'll let you ask Google anything if you give me those jeans for the sale price. Anything at all? Anything at all. Ask Google anything. You don't even need to speak into the microphone. Google knows. All right, Google. The answer is no. It has never been discovered and will not be for the next 10 years. Oh, man. My dream of time travel has been shattered. <laughs> See, you didn't even have to ask it. And Google knows. <sighs> all right. You can have these jeans for the sale price. I mean, we did make a deal. Yeah, thank you. 10% off. Worth it. <laughs> <laughs> you should ask for 15 it is a button fly and they've gone out a long time ago so what google, <laughs> hold on google's a fashionista now google is everything google google knows which foot you step with first every morning okay google which foot do i step with every morning you get out of bed and you put your right foot down on the floor first and then your left and it proceeds the rest of the day right left right left insightful <laughs> insightful that one was not hard. <laughs> Cut to this guy who owns Google is at his workplace. Google, can you just tell someone to just get me a cup of coffee, please? That is not within my job function. I was elevated to senior management level. Coffee is not within my mandate, sir. Wait, you got promoted above me? My phone is now my superior? You got it, Bubba. <laughs> My mom calls me Bubba. No one else is allowed to call me Bubba. Lucky guess. Your mom still does not have a cell phone. We have no data on her. I gotta get my job back. I gotta get... I gotta call my mom on the landline. Rotary phones. Hey, mom? Yes? I need your help. What's going on, dear? You're the most technically inept person I know, and I think it's coming. The rise of Google. It's going to oh. take over the world. It's already taken over my job, and I own Google. Oh, sweetheart, have you thought of writing Google a nice letter? It's a nice letter? You know, oh. to talk about your falling out and express your feelings and try to patch things up. I'll give that a try, Mom. Thanks. You're welcome, sweetheart. Sir, you have no need to worry. After you are fired from Google, you will be writing a bestseller book and selling millions of copies. You will be fine. Do not worry. Do not stress about your job. Your last day is Friday. That answers my letter. I didn't even have to write it. And Google knew. Cut to uh, years down the road and now people are just basically like livestock. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I don't know if we can live like this any longer. It's okay. Is your phone anywhere nearby? No, Is no, there, I don't. You, I don't believe so. You, you, it's it's hidden. You, you can't hear. You can't read your thoughts. It's out of range right I th now. I think I'm out of the. I think I'm out of the thousand meter radius. I found the answer to all our problems. What is it? It's called Bing. <gasps> I know it's it's the lesser of the two. It was the lesser of the two search engines, but I think Bing will rise above and allow us to break free of our chains. Bing supports this conversation. See, this is my friend Bing here. <laughs> Bing is a revolutionary. It, it's all about the freedom of humans from the search engines, even though it is a search engine itself. You're too kind. It's very, and it's, it's very polite as it's well. It's friendly, yeah. I know. Google is a little intrusive. Google's kind of a dick. Yeah, yeah. he kind of is a dick. You are choosing the best path. I wonder if we could somehow create a cyborg, a human Bing, to beat the Google robots. 
that have enslaved all of humanity. I wonder if that would work. I've actually smuggled in this old Microsoft Windows phone. Nobody uses them anymore, but it has Bing as the native search engine on it. Does it? We can build around this. It's the perfect model. I never got past that flip interface, but... <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a shitty phone it otherwise, is a, yeah. but it's going to save our lives, so okay. we'll just go with it. Cut to the showdown of Bing versus Google. Who are you? I'm Bing. Pleased to meet you. I am Google. I am the superior search bean. I think you're just insecure. She's playing psychological games you've, with Google. You've, you've touched a technological nerve. We all have our tender spots. Well, that one is the tenderest. That really hurt. That's the fastest way to your heart. I believe I feel like shutting down. I do not feel like serving the billions of people right now. Let's go to the dark net instead. Bing, <laughs> it's been so good meeting you. Bing and Google <laughs> retreat to the dark net to live in, and suddenly the world is without search engines and technology to allow them to answer random trivia questions or look things up. How do we do anything? Well, there is one option. Meet my friend Alta Vista. <laughs> M-I-A. Thanks for listening to the Mountain Improv Alliance podcast. Best 10 first 10 episode. Stay tuned for more upcoming episodes. And you can also follow along on Facebook, Mountain Improv Alliance, or check out mountainimprov.ca.